0: troubled listeners welcome back to the troubled men podcast i'm renee coman still sitting in my safe house on the line with my co-host the original troubled man for troubled times and future mayor of new orleans mr manny chevrolet welcome manny
1: hey what's going on with you man
0: not too much man just grinding away over here
1: yeah yeah it is what it is you're grinding
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. hot outside. That the one thing I'm thankful for, the news seems to have picked up a little bit. You know, we got a variety. It's not all that monochrome uh you know, plague and social unrest. There's there's some some other things going on. Some of the minutiae. Well well um well one thing that I that I that I uh heard Murder. About well, well, there's some one thing I heard about it. This wasn't in the in the news. It was kind of uh, the the, uh, the grapevine they would call it. Um, you know this hookah bar that's right on Canal Street, uh, kind of next to the mortuary there by the by the cemeteries. Anyway, there's like a, a hookah bar kind of Middle Eastern restaurant, and it's really? it's right on Canal Street. And um, apparently, it's been the scene of a lot of uh, Huge like like nightly gatherings of lots of people and making a lot of noise and uh you know, no masks and all that kind of thing, but whatever. But then the, the new wrinkle is that uh in the last month or so they have nightly drag races down Canal Street starting at ten ten o'clock at night and going till you know, two thirty, three o'clock. Really? Right there. Right there. And the neighbors, wow. it's all the neighbors in the neighborhood, can hear it. They're calling the police. The police uh, don't respond. They they even feel like they're kind of getting laughed at on the on the uh, on the line, you know, to report. Well, it.
1: are are these African American people?
0: I I don't know who it is. I have I haven't seen. I have no idea. Um, because I, I was
1: told because I was told by some African American guys that I know. That, you know, you see these guys during the summer and even during zooming down on their motorcycles, like 120 miles an hour down Canal or Broad Street. Um, I have seen
0: people doing that in groups, uh, like popping wheelies a lot in in traffic. Yes, Yes. I've seen people do that.
1: And I was told by my black friends that um, the cops won't do anything about it because they don't want to chase because they they can't catch them. So they're not going to chase them. So okay. maybe this is the same thing. All right, right? It, it might be.
0: Without without knowing any details, I guess I was kind of jumping to some conclusions. And the conclusions I was I was jumping to, just hearing the reports of my my friend, these neighbors there, I was thinking, well, are the cops just deciding they're not going to do anything because the population at large has decided that they're they have a problem with cops killing people uh, at will. So now the cops are just going to pout and, and not respond to crimes. Maybe I'm jumping the gun on this myself. Well, and, uh... it's
1: the NOPD. They don't do anything. Right. <laughs> They've never done a thing in their lives except crowd control. Right. So yes. I, I, you know, they can't stop murder. They can't solve murders. They can't do anything except uh, 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 police a parade.
0: Well, they have a know? crowd over there, apparently, in, in front of the hookah bar. So I don't know. Maybe they could go control that crowd, but... I don't, <laughs> I don't
1: know. Maybe they're getting paid off. I have no idea.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, you know. I used to live in that neighborhood. I'm glad I don't now. That would I'd have a problem, man. I'd, people, somebody would be beating me up when I went and said something to them.
1: Well, you know, you could. Uh, you own guns. Yes, right? you're a gun owner. Yeah, yeah Maybe but you I can don't want to fire a shot into the air to scare them out of your neighborhood.
0: A warning shot.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm so hesitant to pick up a gun unless I really want to kill somebody. You know, it's uh, really? it seems like it, it inevitably leads there. So you know, it, and you know that's what did why I
1: say? What did I say last week, Renee? What did you say? I have realized that you either love someone or you hate them. Yes. So that tells me, people. If I was living on that street and that was going on, I would hate them. Okay. You know? <laughs> That would you know, be the way
0: that would that would uh, that would that would uh, play out,
1: right? Yeah. You know, so well, no, I didn't hear anything about that. I, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but I, you know, I, uh, I, uh, you know, it's getting out of control, and the police here is doesn't do a damn thing. In fact, I don't know if you saw this. One block away from my, where I live, I live on North White Street here by the Bayou, and one block away is North Dupree. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, people on the same hundred block that I live on, on on North White, on North Dupree, uh, 25 cars were, the windows were all smashed. Wow. People, you didn't hear about this? No, no. No. Just a block away from where I live, all these cars were smashed. Windows were smashed. And... You know, they're trying. They're looking for some. They're looking for guns. They're looking for people, idiots who leave their valuables in their car.
0: Yeah, but the and, smashing uh, of the windows. It's amazing that with all that noise, somebody didn't see them. You know, after you smash right. a couple of windows, you'd think somebody would look out their, yeah. their door. well, everyone's
1: inside and they're intoxicated, like me, so they don't hear anything. <laughs> you know, um, fortunately, my street on the same hundred block has a lot of street lights on it. So I think that kind of sh- uh, shies away these criminals, right. and apparently, one witness said that uh, um, they one of the uh, cu- a couple of these guys got into a uh, a drag car. So maybe they were the, were from your Canal Street drag races. People
0: could be, could know. be. I you know, know it's uh, know. <clears throat> well they got but a but there was a lot of car.
1: glass, and mm-hmm. one of the one of the people who got their cars broken into had a. You know, this is how stupid these criminals are. Had a, uh, like, $250 pair of Versace sunglasses in the car that he left in his car. And they left it. They didn't even grab it. Yeah. You know, so this is how dumb some of these people are. But, you know, it, it's, it's getting to that point where, uh, you know, uh, it, it's, it's the wild, wild west now, man. The heat's here. Uh, yep. everyone's angry cause they're, uh, 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 uh there's the, the criminals are running are, out. Uh, Yeah. The criminals I think are the angriest because they can't go into the quarter and rob people. You know, okay. so I think they're the angriest of all of us right now and they've never had jobs so they can't collect unemployment, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But anyway, okay. it is what it is. And, you know, let them go kill themselves. I don't give a fuck um okay you know, <laughs> I, you know i really don't care it, it, i've said this before renee uh i have a r- real dislike for people you know
0: yeah yeah no i think right. we've established that on the yeah. on the yeah. well on listen did you
1: hear this uh you know so many people are dying be it uh covid or just people with cancer or heart attacks or
2: you know yeah.
1: vd and yes. other diseases yes. people are dying uh, so obituaries are becoming a big kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, it's it's because the obit pages in newspapers all over the country are like ten, twelve pages big now. Right. But I saw this obit uh, from a woman in Buffalo. Um, hmm. uh, she had passed away, and she was loved by her family and friends. What the hell's that? <laughs>
0: He's get him, get him, get him. He's getting away. Wait, wait. Okay, <laughs> well, I think that? we got him under control. Put that kid away, all right? Go on, go all on, right, man. All right, so there
1: was this uh, old bit that was written for some woman and she only, she was only like like she was our age when she died. Uh-huh. And it said uh, I know I, I, I don't remember her name, but it said she loved reading. She loved smoking cigarettes. <laughs> she loved <laughs> slot machines. <laughs> she loved her New York Yankees. Uh-huh. And she hated Tom Brady. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I could kind of so, picture her right now. She's probably got some, yeah. like some uh some teased yeah, well, up okay. dyed blonde hair, I'm guessing. Well, uh um, New York, like
1: a, you know, New York, Massachusetts rivalry. You know, she right. hated Tom Brady and all that kind of stuff. So I right. started thinking I started thinking, you know, about my obit, What would it say?
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: And the only thing I could come up with was uh, love drugs, hated people. That's okay, nice and tight. Learned. I like it, Manny. Yeah, yeah. Yes. To the point, you know, you know kind of like uh, being the soul
0: of wit. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Like Bukowski's tombstone, it says, uh, "Don't try." You know, yeah, which I think is brilliant. <laughs> you know, it's
0: hard to get oh, yeah. to guard, Hard to get more uh, succinct than that.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, also I don't know what else is going on with you um but I you know uh they they're trying to open up this school uh where I work at uh mm. the big university here and things are in 24/7 full motion man they are like going crazy going nuts to try to get this semester going right. and uh, I've seen some uh, of that they're doing everything possible and 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 I've been totally busy I've been so busy for like the last 6 days Hmm. trying to deal with this. And um, uh, I still – I think they're going to open class on August 19th, and I think by September 1st they're going to close the campus down. I just don't see – how are they yeah. going to control this uh, virus? I don't know. I've been saying it for months now. I just don't see it happening. But they're going forward. And you know the saddest thing is? Because hmm. this is for the big university here. The, the big The biggest college in New Orleans is – and uh, I don't actually work for them. I work for another corporation that's on campus. They're, they're doing everything possible to protect everyone at the university except me and my co-workers who work. <laughs> oh, really? You know? Yeah. They're not giving us any uh, face masks. They're not giving us any, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's the, uh, the bacterial soap. You know, oh, okay. They're not giving us condoms. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, they're not giving us. Con well,
0: at one time, I, I thought so. You guys are the canaries in the coal mine, as it were.
1: Yeah. Well, so what is my motivation to to uh, to? You know, I could just say, you know what, fuck it. You're not protecting me, and you're bringing kids from all over the world are coming here, and you know, and they're probably all sick. Uh,
0: do you, know? you have a lot of contact with the student body?
1: no fortunately for this semester i don't i really don't have to deal with them uh on a on a one-on-one face-to-face basis because they are doing that for me but i do like today there was many students that i had to deal with and um i you know i said you know what get away back off back off (laughs) you know you're not wearing your mask back off really but anyway it's it's crazy and you know, it's, uh, you know, your son goes to that campus and I hope he's yes. going to be safe. Is he living off campus or is he just going to live with you?
0: No, he's, he's living in an apartment a few blocks away here. He's off campus. Yes. Same place Why he is that? last year. Oh, you know, cause he's an adult. He wants to have a place of his own and, uh, you know, doesn't Are want you to pay in the campus. rent. Uh, you know, it's. There is no Renee money, Manny. It's all, it's, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all for them anyway. So I don't, yes, I don't, I don't know who's paying for it. Yes. It's getting paid.
1: Okay. I don't know what that means. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, No, I'm mean. saying,
0: uh, very possibly. So I'm, I'm, uh, yeah.
1: So how do you feel now? Your unemployment has run out?
0: Well, I mean, y- you know, uh, how do I feel? Well, I'm concerned for the people that have, uh, you know, less resources than I do, who, you know, were counting on that money to... Because to you've
1: table. always yeah. dealt drugs, right? Well, <laughs>
0: no, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't admit to that. But uh, no, you know, i Because I'm, I've been uh, pimping,
1: I've been pimping for a long time.
0: Okay. You know,
1: the All college the very students. Day. All the college right. students,
0: right? You Pimping know. ain't easy, they say, but uh, you know it has no, to be done. R-
1: no, pimping's really easy. Being okay. a whore is tough. <laughs>
0: okay, all right. It's just a matter of perspective. You're right. Yeah, all no, right.
1: Pimping's easy, man. You know, okay. all you got to do is Once get you those cords hooked on something.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a whole supply chain issue. You know, I had this this. This bit in front of me. I'll, I'll just go ahead and throw it out here. An O bit? Uh, an O bit? No, it's not an O bit. It's it's uh. So I don't know if you saw where the there was a, a dog in Louisiana tested positive for COVID just recently. I saw that. Yes. First I did. first animal the first dog to to test positive positive in, in, in Louisiana. So I know th- now they understand that a dog can catch the, the, the plague. And so I guess they're trying to figure out whether the dog can transmit that can infect someone. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, well, you know, uh, I'm not so sure about that, but uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that your cat gave me the clap. My cat. Yeah. Anyway,
1: <laughs> that's, 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 that's good. Renee.
0: Uh, <laughs> just trying yeah. it out man you know sometimes you got to throw him out there to see if you get a reaction I thought, well what i, I you want you to like know is one,
1: what i saw was that you know when i read this about a dog getting the the virus is that they didn't give out the name of the dog or who's the owner of the dog so that to me is very dangerous where's the contact you know, so, tracing exactly right. you know so so the owners of this dog could continue to walk their dog and, and pick up its dog droppings or whatever. And what happens if some kids come up and say, "Oh, look at the cute little dog," and and it licks their faces and all that? I really think we should know who this dog is and where it lives. This dog, so we could uh, you know either stay away from it, stay away from it, or kill it. You know, well, ho-
0: hopefully it's hopefully it's uh, it's owners are going to keep it quarantined. And, well, uh, you know, again, yeah. we don't know whether the, the dog. Well, can maybe transmit the dog it got not, it maybe. from
1: the owners because the well, owners weren't wearing masks and doing social distancing. It's probably some from the dog who, well, you know, on the North Shore, on the West Bank, who, you know, who's got five teeth left in their fucking mouth. And, uh, <laughs> well. you know, so, you know, to me, whatever, I would just kill the dog.
0: Okay. All right. Just, you know. just better safe listen, than sorry. Let, let,
1: saying. Before we get to our guest, I wanted mm-hmm. to, uh, I wanted to bring out something. Hold on a second. I got to turn my light on. Hold on. You know, uh, it, not a show goes by where we don't talk about our fearless leader. Yes. And um, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, apparently he passed some kind of, our, some kind of bill to save our national parks, hmm. and it went, it went really wrong for him. Okay. Did you see this?
0: I, I don't recall exactly what you're okay. talking about.
1: Well, you would, this is hilarious. Uh, he, he, he signed into some bill that was going to give tons of money to our national parks, and he said, you know, this will help our children see the Grand Canyon, and this will help our uh, uh, children uh, go to the Great Lakes. And then, this is how bright this guy is. He said, and of course, this will also help. People from all over our country, uh, families go to Yosemite. Yosemites. He Uh, called Yosemite.
0: Yosemite. Yeah, 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 he called
1: Yosemite. Yosemites. And then, of course, (laughs) it went crazy. It went crazy on the social network. That is the uh, anti-Yosemite. Yeah, right. All that that kind of stuff. (laughs) But what they didn't see that. Did you see that? But there was other stuff that wasn't broadcast that I guess his handlers, you know, got cut out. And hmm. he's, he said things like, uh, besides the uh, S- you know, Semites, he said, and this will help families because, you know, he doesn't know anything about our country and our right. national parks. He said, this will help people go to the Grand Tetons <laughs> in, in Yellowstone and uh-huh. also Lake Tahoe. That he said uh, people could go to. And my my favorite ones, he said, now people can enjoy uh, Kike Sands National Park in New Mexico. Okay, well. (laughs) He said that, the Kike Sands.
0: He's a a very ignorant guy, man. It's amazing for someone who thinks he's so smart. Right. The the level of ignorance that uh, abounds.
1: All right, let's introduce our guest.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Cuz I
1: hear he has a love affair with drugs. Is that true? Well,
0: I don't I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I'm not sure where you heard that. But uh, uh Well,
1: maybe I he, googled the wrong guy. I don't he's, know. He's he's no high comment. on life, I think. No comment. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: okay. He's, he's already you got him uh, clamming up, Manny. Um okay, well anyway, so our our guest, he's uh he's a lifelong musician, lifelong New Orleanian. Um He's a son of a musician, uh, kind of grew up on the road, traveling around. He's a, a pianist, a classically trained pianist. He's a, a drummer in a whole bunch of bands around town. Mr. Andre Boren. Welcome, Andre.
3: Thank you. It's good to be here. Hey, welcome, man.
0: Some of the bands you play in, like one of them is, is uh, Johnny Sketch and the Dirty Notes. That's, a, I guess, a group of guys that you know from, from when you were in uh, Loyola Music School.
3: Yeah, we were a bunch of classical classical nerds that uh started a rock band uh, eighteen years ago at this point.
0: Holy cow.:
3: Yeah, that happened fast.
0: You grew up with uh, playing with I mean on the road with your father, Spencer Boren, who everyone knows Spencer as as a, a lifelong troubadour, um, bluesman, storyteller, songwriter singer. Um, yeah. and I guess, uh, he and your mother were kind of a team and out there trout now is he's originally from Wyoming.
3: Yeah. He was born in Wyoming and, uh, moved to, moved to Colorado as soon as he finished high school. And at some point, uh, one of his bands opened for Dr. John and, uh, and, and Mac was, you know, telling him stories about how amazing New Orleans was and uh he wound up here within the year and uh hmm. and um stayed here yeah and started started family with my mom here um
0: so and so when when you were a kid he would go out on the road and y- y'all would just all travel around as a family huh
3: well when when I was a little kid he was, you know, he was a solo artist, so he would he would go out on tour and come back, you know, having missed, you know, one of the kids. There's there's there were there were at the time there were three three kids in the family. We wound up having a fourth one as well. But um at the time it was, you know, there was only three of us and and he would be on the road and he would miss some, you know, seminal family moments. So uh sure. they decided to uh, figure out how to just take the show on the road and, uh, and they bought an, they bought a 1955 Chevy and, uh, that was red and white and they bought a 27 foot Airstream and, uh, and we hit the road and toured for seven years, just crisscrossing this the country. Like the
0: early seventies, kind of mid seventies.
3: This, no, this was, this was 80, 83, oh, okay. 83
1: to 90, uh, to 90. Okay. So does the whole family, it was a family group.
3: Well, it was, it was the whole family was on the road, but, uh, it was, it was just my, my dad was the, he's a solo artist. So he would, he would play the gigs and my mom did all the booking. Uh, she was the real hero. She did. She raised the, you know, (laughs) she homeschooled the kids, myself included. And, uh, And, uh, I mean, we hit the road when I was four, so there was a, there was a four year old, there was a seven year old, and there was a one year old when we, when we set off on this, this seven year adventure. And, uh, Uh how
1: do you feel about, how do you feel about homeschooling? Did you like it?
3: You know, for, for me, it was just the, it was just what we did. Like we were, it was out of necessity because we were in a different town every day or two. So there was no w- real way to, to do, you know, to go to school, like a, a brick and mortar school. Um, and, but we weren't on any. We Did you
1: ever go to a real school?
3: Yeah. When we, when we stopped traveling, uh, I, I started school in, in fifth grade in, in Colorado, actually. Um, and I, and I was in a, in a proper, you know, a school school from then until I graduated. Um, but, but being homeschooled, like it wasn't like a a particular regiment, you know, my mom, my mom looked at it like the way she looked at it was that she knew more than a a five-year-old knew. So
4: (laughs) she could address
3: whatever questions we might have. And, 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 uh, I mean, when I, when I, when I started in, you know, actual school in fifth grade, I was a little behind in a couple of subjects, but I was way ahead in in several others just because. You because know, like, I've
1: always felt like like there, I've known kids who were homeschooled their whole life, yeah, you know all the way through high school mm-hmm. and I just couldn't understand how um, the parents would teach them about sex education right <laughs> Well, are, are well people fortunately actually for me learning like, I didn't school anyway <laughs> we were we were we were I didn't have to,
3: to rely on my folks for that for that particular spot. <laughs>
0: Sure sure well and uh, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody really is if 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 you're finding out about it in school, i don't know it's uh maybe <laughs> you haven't been you don't have enough friends on the playground or something right <laughs> um well, so uh, all this time that I, and i know your your dad is someone who who always liked to like take the back roads when he could he was kind of a you know philosopher, and that's uh, in, in that way that he thought yeah all the these small things in the, in America and the back roads—that must have been so cool to to have that perspective as a kid.
3: Yeah, I mean, as you know, you know, like I like I said with the schooling as 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 a kid, it was just kind of what we did, you know. Um, sure. But going back, like like when I started when when my band when Johnny Sketch started and when we started hitting the road, I immediately started you know, I took to like being the co-pilot in the, in the van, you know, traveling around and, and, and I would kind of route us from point A to point B. And, and if it was possible to take us on the back roads, I would absolutely do that because you do, you do see a lot more of like the real, just the real shit, you know, like the interstate cuts through the interstate cuts, it's a, it's a straight line that cuts from, that cuts, cuts through the, the the bulk of it, but like, you don't, you don't see any towns or any like little, you know, little road, roadside things that, that are, that are so cool. And that like the old, the old American, like the, the little towns that, that were built up from uh, a lot of them were, were, were there because of, because they were a stop on, on the road somewhere, you know?
0: Right, right. Yeah. And the, the interstate, interstate just kind of wiped all
1: this. the interstate
3: system just kind of mm-hmm. wiped out, all of the little the the cool little charming charming things like that so
1: right um, well didn't didn't uh didn't always like the most wanted take the uh little roads the other world not the interstate
3: yeah i mean you don't want to be uh you know you know it's it's easier so was your dad wanted um not uh well in what sense i guess
0: he he, he he. They didn't have a bounty out on him. He was, no, no, no. He was Not a, that I'm haunted. aware of.
3: I no, mean, no. who knows? Right you know, right right. I, I right, haven't right, I haven't right. heard about it yet.
0: Uh, never um, never caught up to him. If 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 they that's joke. right.
3: That's right. Um, you know. So he, at he, some
0: point, he, go ahead.
3: Well, he, he 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 was just always a big fan of you know. He he also he was he was a big fan of like proudly going against the grain. So you know if there was a, if it was. I think to, to him in, in some way, like society was saying, take the interstate and he was like rebelling by taking the little highway instead, you know?
0: Okay. Well, that, that brings up something I wanted to ask you. So your father is a musician. You became a musician. Do you have other siblings who are musicians as well? Or how did that shake I have, out uh, within the family?
3: There's, there's definitely a musical streak. Um, I'm the only one who is a professional musician who's, who's, you know, Kind of blessed and cursed in that way, uh, mm-hmm. but my my old my older brother runs a comic store, comic books, and he he does okay. uh, like t shirt design and website design. So he gets he's got a creative streak for sure. Um, right, right. My 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 sister runs the costume shop, the costume department in the Minnesota Opera.
0: Oh, OK. Uh,
3: so she's so everybody's
0: is, uh, is is uh, is showbiz. Uh, oriented yeah, there's definitely there's like definitely a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
3: then my little brother is actually he's got a great ear. He can pick out a tune on the piano or on the guitar. Uh, but he's a lawyer. So he's um, uh-huh. he's what my dad used to call the, the, the white the white collar sheep of the family. OK, <laughs> he, he kind of, uh, you know, he's he's a lawyer.
0: Right, right, right. No, because like the iguanas. Uh, at one point in our career, we all had a all of our kids at once. So all of our kids are within a, a born within a few years of each other. Yeah. And they're, they're all like you said, uh, musically inclined. You know, have, have a lot of natural gifts. Uh, none of them are going into music professionally. They're yeah. all <laughs> They're all. Yeah. Uh, well, my little uh, brother. Uh, f- my little brother real, asked. Real careers.
3: My little brother asked my, my folks at one point. He was like do I, do I have to be a musician? <laughs> you know, he was like seven or eight years old. He was like, does this, does this have to happen? Cause he was already like, you know, he's, he's already, he's, already to- he's play he plays trom He played trombone. He plays guitar. You know, he's definitely, he's, he's got that inclination. He's got a, he's got, he's got it in him. But, uh, right. you know, having growing up the way that we did, like we, we, we saw firsthand how, how much, how just how 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 difficult it is to
0: it's a to, struggle yeah you gotta you gotta be willing to 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 put up with all that and and well yeah i mean you know
3: the, the the yeah. the, the glamour the you know the the short the, the shorthand the sex drugs rock and roll like that's 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 not what being a musician is it's you know, and like you sure you get plenty of travel in, but like all that you see of these towns is like from the venue to the hotel and most of the most of the cases um right right, right. You know, so it's it's the reality is is not nearly what the uh, what the uh, what, what is presented, what the what the the mythical presentation the image of, it of being is. a professional musician is. You know, I don't sleep until noon. Right. I have a nine month old baby. I'm up at six a.m. You know,
4: sure, sure,
3: sure. <laughs> it doesn't but matter. Did
1: you ever have? Didn't you ever have sex, drugs, and rock and roll? I don't I know. Think,
3: Renee had. I don't think I at the had. same time. I think, I yeah. think barst, like, you know, they're all like, like it's, 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 it's not a, I don't know, not, 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 a, uh not, not as much as, uh, not as much as, 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 as was promised, I guess.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Didn't live up to the hype. Yeah. Um, well, and so, so you grew up in the, in this, this folk milieu, but, but you uh, you develop a love for classical music, you go and pursue a a, a, a degree in college as as a, a classical pianist yeah uh, that's something you must have done because I saw that even as a teenager you were playing like you, you did uh, Rhapsody in blue with the Wyoming uh, Symphony Orchestra at some point when you're in your teenage years yeah and
3: yeah it was um it was kind of a weird a weird thing you know when i was when I was a, when I was like Seven or eight, I saw the movie La Bamba, and of all things, that movie like really lit a fire under my ass for for like playing playing rock and roll music. I really wanted to play guitar, and uh, I got okay. to meet uh, you know David and Cesar from from Los Lobos a few years, mm-hmm. a couple like a year later maybe. I have a great picture of you know me as a as a kid. How old are
1: you? I just, You're I'm, eight years old with La. Baba came out yeah i'm 40 i'm, I'm yeah, 40 he's much right younger
0: okay. be, oh
1: yeah he's a young, you're a kid okay. i'll be 41 <laughs> at
3: the end of this month <laughs> all right oh, yeah 100%. so i don't know i mean it, you know i was going to be a guitar player when i was when i was in the single digits that was my dream and then and then we stopped traveling and we got a piano and uh and i uh i just took to it i jumped on it and and uh I don't know, like the, for some reason, the classical thing really, really lit a fire under me. And, and, uh, and it was, it was, I, I, I mean, I would spend hours and hours and hours. I would spend all day practicing, you know? And, right. uh, and so, yeah, and, and it, it developed pretty quickly. And, and within a few years, I, I, I played the Rhapsody in Blue with the Wyoming Symphony, and I was doing competitions and stuff like that. And,
0: so you, you still play, I have I've been seeing some of your, uh, your online, uh, uh, performances, you several times a week, or maybe w- even uh, every day. Yeah. Uh,
4: you, well, I'm doing, play,
0: uh,
3: I'm, I'm actually playing mm-hmm. more piano now than I have, yeah. like, since, you know, since I don't have any band gigs, cause that's not, you know, we can't, we can't get together and play. So, um, right. Um, I feel very fortunate to have a, a a repertoire of solo music that I can, that I can put together and, and, and do, uh, I've been dabbling in the Facebook live streaming situation. And I actually didn't have Facebook Uh on my phone for the last four years. Um, I took it off my phone the day after the election in 2016. Yeah, uh, sure. And, uh, but now, you know, there's no gigs for, for, like physical gigs and like people were live talk, talking about live streaming. And so I, I gave it a shot and I had to download Facebook on my phone again. Um, yeah. And, and that's, that's been my lifeline. It really, uh, it's, i am to doing, connect
0: with the, with, with your audience and, and, well, yeah, uh, and, then you know, and people just can like get feedback and you get time on the instrument.
3: Yeah. And, and, and for me, it's like, it's, it's uh, like, I'm playing classical piano music from my living room which has a high ceiling you know so the piano sounds okay uh right i mean it's a it's a it's a oftentimes out of tune or broken string i've I've broken four strings since since uh since quarantine started so i've had you know it's it's the piano's getting a workout for sure nice i haven't played this much piano in in probably 20 years um okay but it's the only outlet I've got right now for, for gigs. And, and it's actually working, I think because I'm playing classical music, it's, uh, people are, people are, are very appreciative of it. You know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's working out nicely for me right now. Excellent. It's not, it's not, it's not consistent and I can't necessarily count. I don't want to count on it, you know, but, uh, I'm always surprised. it's It's an outlet and I'm very, I'm very surprised and, and, humbled by people's generosity and support you know
0: okay right on right on good deal good to good to hear that um well you know s- something else that you're involved in that i I, I wanted to talk about is the uh, the marching walking club the 610 stompers yeah now that's that's uh <laughs> you know I- explain to to troubled nation you know what that is uh, just oh, hand well, uh,
3: it's uh it's a it's a it's an all male dance troupe. That's, uh, the slogan is ordinary men, extraordinary moves.
4: Okay. uh, You
0: guys wear like the, the, uh, baby blue, uh, polyester coaches. Yeah, The
3: the uniform is, is yeah. Like the short shorts and, uh, the short blue show shorts and, uh, white headbands and, uh, knee socks, (laughs) red satin jackets. Uh And, uh, and we Did do you like you
1: started that you you started
3: it? I didn't start it. I I got in on on uh the third year on they the were ground
0: doing. Ground floor, it. huh? Oh, third was, year, all
3: right. Yeah, but I mean it was the only reason I mean I I I knew I knew I knew several of the people that started it. The first time I saw them I was like, "Holy shit, what is this?" Like I need to I need to I need to be part of this. This this is
0: Did it, you you thought you thought that that seemed like right up your alley? Absolutely.
3: You. Look, I mean they, it was yeah, it was so ridiculous and cool. And, yes, I mean, I saw their first performance at the at the Buddy D parade. You know, okay. I was, I was, nice. and I, I was uh, you know, the Saints Buddy had Delberto. just the Saints had just yeah. they were on their way to the Super Bowl for the first time, and so New Orleans had a parade like they do. You know, and right, everybody right. everybody was wearing dresses because that was what the Saints announcer. Uh,
0: yes buddy d famously buddy d. said if the saints ever make it to the super bowl i'll, I'll wear a dress i'll wear a dress yeah <laughs>
3: so everybody so the saints are on the way to the super bowl and, and everybody everybody went you know i went downtown and had. A, but he was dead yeah he was but uh that didn't, didn't stop but the uh,
0: tradition lived on
3: that's never yeah. stopped anybody in new orleans from doing anything you know
0: right uh <laughs> <Being> dead, no.
3: <laughs> no 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 yeah, and I saw I saw the Stompers came the 610 Stompers came through and that was their first performance and and it was just and I knew a few of them. It's like, "Oh wow, I uh-huh. how did I not know that this was a thing?" Like I mean, it,
0: I it it definitely became a thing as soon as people saw it. They're like, "All yeah. right, well, this is too weird and but seemingly uh you know, created out of whole cloth. It was complete, fully formed when you saw it. It was easy it's to get so what was going on, you know? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> and I'll
3: tell you what, Renee, like as, as a, as a lifelong musician, you know, on some level, there's this, there's this desire somewhere in there to be, to be like a rock star, you know? And I don't think I'll ever get,
0: gene. yes. I don't think I'll yes, ever get show closer to gene. that.
3: I don't think I'll ever get closer okay. to like true <laughs> rock stardom than than wearing those short shorts and the and the red jacket during a Mardi Gras parade. Yeah. It's, it's it's ridiculous. Right. The crowd response is unreal when you come around the corner uh-huh. at like in front of Fat Harry's on on Napoleon and St Charles, and like the crowd is just going apeshit. It's nuts, right? It's totally nuts. I've never seen anything like it, and it's amazing to be part of it. And especially yeah, now, because it's now such is, a stupid, silly thing. Like, I mean, it's it just brings so much joy to people, and right <laughs> in such a
0: ridiculous <laughs> way. Now, now, now the facial hair is that a, a prerequisite or a, it's, it's to, encouraged? Have have a, I can't. It's encouraged. Okay, all, a lot of you encouraged. guys have some pow, powerful mustaches going on. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, mustaches are encouraged with the stompers for sure. Okay. I mean they're going they're definitely going for like a, you know, 70s 80s vibe. So
0: Right, right, right.
3: So like any crew, y- you have to pay to be a part of it. There are there are dues, there's annual dues. Um they're not much. I mean the big the big thing is you have to you have to audition. You have to try out. Everybody's everybody that's in it has has tried out. Uh and it's a grueling you have to two weekend process. <laughs> Uh, where you have to, they, they, teach you a dance and you have all data to, to learn it. And then you go in and dance in front of a panel of stomper judges and a room full of drunk hecklers. Okay. And, uh, and if you, if you, if you make it through that round, most people forget the dance immediately. Like as soon as, as soon as they get in front of people, they space uh-huh. on like the second or third move. Um, Okay. And then, if but 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 for the select few, <laughs> they they send Make you through to, to the, the second, second round. round. I mean, there's like 140, 140, 150 that that try out every year, and and they they take hmm. a dozen from that. By oh, the time wow. it's all said stiff and done. competition,
0: man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the cream of the crop, creme de la creme. There.
3: <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's also like they don't want like the really good dancers. You know, the, they don't want. That's not, that's not a shoe. Sure. They don't, cause it's. Cause right. the, no,
0: I get you. It's, it's gotta, you gotta fit the profile. It's a don't whole want, profile. You don't want somebody that makes everybody
3: light. else look like they're, you yeah, know, hack dancers, which,
0: you know, I'm you not a dancer. Too I wasn't light like, on your feet. I'm not a dancer.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But So then I'm are you, too- are you paid? Are you, are you guys paid to march with all these other crews? Uh, I, I honestly have
3: no idea how, what, what that and the, the individual members are not. Uh, I don't know if the organization is, uh, it's a nonprofit. It's a 501 C three. So there's definitely, uh, we do, we do a lot of charity events and, and we, we host big events. There's a few events that we host every year, uh, that make a whole bunch of money and we raise money for, for, you know, various charities. Um, nice. but I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I don't, I don't deal with any of the business end of things. You know, that's not, that's not why I'm in the group.
0: Sure, sure. It's a social th- thing. It's uh yeah, it's a reason to get get together with your friends. Well, well it's it's has gotta be killing you guys that
3: it's a ridiculous thing, you know. It's it's yeah it's fun to be part of something that's that ridiculous.
0: Sure, absolutely. Well, uh speaking of ridiculous, it's uh here we're here at, with the Troubled Men podcast, and uh as always, you know, we usually take a little break, Manny. This seems like a good spot, don't you think? Sure. So, uh, okay, uh, Andre and Nation, we're going to take a little break, get a cocktail, and we'll be right back. All right. And we're back, back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am Renee Komen, back with our guest, Mr. Andre Boren. Now, uh, Manny, um, we have a, an affiliation with a great product. Why don't you tell Andre about, uh, about the Velo Bar?
1: I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, What the fuck are you talking about? No, the Velo Bar.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. The Velo Bar. CBD. The the CBD bar.
1: Yeah. Hey, listen, man. Andre. Is that your name, Andre? That's me. Can I call you Andre? Yeah, sure.
3: Sure. I answer to that. This
1: is a, a, a buddy of ours started this a while back. It's a CBD bar. CBD protein bar. And it's called the Velo Bar. And yes. it's amazing. It tastes oh, yeah. great. And you know mm. what? It has 25 milligrams of CBD per bar. There you I go. Know. It's a perfect dose. It's a perfect dose to take the edge off whatever you're dealing with right now. And you've got a nine-month-old, so you're probably dealing with a lot. <laughs> <You> <laughs> there's, right? there's, there's, there's some of that, yeah. Is this your first child? It is. Yeah. Okay. Then you're dealing with a lot. It's a healthy protein bar that will fill you up and calm you down. And if you want, give a little dose to your nine-month-old. There, there you go. go. A
0: little nibble. Who does,
1: Dr. Man, who approves. Need, yes. Who doesn't need stress relief right now? Yeah. Everyone's freaking out. You yes. know? And you're probably stressed because you're out of work. You got a nine-month-old and and uh, we'll you, know, you, the door. you know, who doesn't need it right now? Or well, maybe well, you just want to take the edge off, exactly. Listen, Andre, mm-hmm. it's a plant based protein bar made from healthy superfood ingredients like pumpkin seeds, hemp hearts, and chia seeds. It's basically a, a stress relief breakfast, breakfast bar, and it tastes great. You can have it after a workout. You're gonna have to, you know, as a you know, after your morning coffee. So check this out, man. If you go to velabarcbd.com right now, you go there to order some bars, you can get 15% off your order by using the Troubled Men promo code. And that promo code is Troubled Men15. Troubled Men15 will get you 15% off and free shipping. Nice. And we like that. We oh, like yeah. free shipping. So, Fuck the nation, me. you know, check it out. Check it out, everybody. And it's a beautiful thing. Uh, we've talked about it before. And uh, so, go to VillabarCBD.com and place your order and uh, troubleman 15 promo code, get 15% off and free shipping. It's a great deal. Oh, yeah. What's that?
0: I was going to say, and Manny, um, it turns out the, the troubled nation is responding. I actually spoke to the CEO of of Velobar this very day, and he said, uh, he said, uh, "Hey man," uh, he said, "this guy Michael Servus is he the Michael Servus?" <laughs> I said, "What do you mean the Michael?" So he goes, "You know, like the Broadway actor, the Tony Award winner." I said, "Well, yes, that's." He goes, "Wow, crazy man!" <laughs> so apparently, Michael Servus is. Is supporting Trouble Ben podcast is out there get, you know, ordering some CBD bars and show customer. you what a small what a small world it is he said so he he wrote back to Michael Brant did our friend mm-hmm. Brent Ryder wrote back and said uh hey um you know are you the the guy if you are uh i used to live in a building in New York like some kind of uh, artist commune type situation with michael's brother and sister you know at some, huh. some point so small world just yes, the the troubled nation well, is folding in on itself
1: renee let me tell you something okay my friend brant i love him dearly but he's a liar okay, okay. <laughs> he's just a liar so, okay
0: well i'm just getting to know him so you know so it's, it's it's, okay. I'll, I'll add that that uh, that piece to the puzzle <laughs> It's good to know, though. But anyway, so, yes, the Troubled Nation is responding. And Troubled Nation, as always, you know, if you want to support the podcast directly, we have the link in the show notes there, uh, the paypal.me slash Troubled Men podcast. Also, it's in the, the Facebook page. And, uh, you know, support the podcast. You can, you know, buy Manny a drink and, uh, you know, buy yourself a drink.
1: You keep saying that, but I've never had anyone buy me a drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. The
0: drinks the drinks are common, man. The drinks are definitely common. Okay, well, I oh, hope yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, oh, but speaking of uh, Troubled Men podcast news, also a little shout-out to Offbeat Magazine, who uh, did a little Q&A that was published, uh, you know, online in the the most recent issue. And uh, in that Q&A, the, the Troubled Men podcast is prominently uh, mentioned, and Manish Chevrolet, and... So uh that was nice. Was Q and A with who? With me. It was uh it was, you know, a, something that they they an interview that they did a few months ago um about a whole bunch of different things, the music business, the iguanas, different people I play with. But uh but I made sure to, to mention the podcast and talk about it a lot and they, they put all that in the article. So it was uh it was very, very nice to to uh, get that Get that uh, that mention there. So back to our guest, Mister Andre Boren. <laughs> so that's me. So you 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 are playing classical piano. Uh, you are you are playing drums in a bunch of bands. You were in a, a group, the Whippersnappers. That was yeah. Uh, you're, well, that was in there with your father, and, that was and who my else? Dad's A bunch band. of other New Orleans, uh huh.
3: That was uh, when he would have a band here in New Orleans. It was he. It would it was the Whippersnappers, Spencer Boren and the Whippersnappers
0: and then you also played with him in Rory Danger and the Danger Dangers. Yeah. Like, yeah,
3: we're uh, both Rora. uh founding members of that band. Uh along yeah, it's that that's 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 the band that I wish that I wasn't in so I could go see the shows. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Those shows are always it's always it's always a a, a trip and uh it's pretty wild. So uh and what kind of music was that? Well, it was we. I described it as a theatrical rockabilly band. It, it started. Oh, cool! It started as like Wanda Jackson rockabilly. That was the that was the idea. And uh, but there were too many too many like theater roots amongst the band members. I guess it was a seven piece
4: band, okay.
3: and uh, and everybody's in a whole bunch of other bands. So
1: it's 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 a rarity that they get that they actually play. Um, right. So when you say th- when you say theater, is it like Becky Allen Theater, or is it different um, than that?
3: Well, I th- I think it's different than Becky Allen Theater. There, it's it's like there's there's a we would have a theme, a running theme throughout a particular show or shows. Uh, like for example, there there was a there was there were four shows that we did where we presented our version of Moby Dick over the course of four different shows. Um, okay. and I don't think that it was very, it was certainly wasn't like an accurate reading of Herman Melville by any means, but, uh, really? <laughs> believe it or not. No, <laughs> uh, but our, 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 the, the, our white whale was, uh, was, uh, Elton John, who was headlining jazz fest that okay. year. And he was, he had, he had stolen our headlining slot. And so uh, he, was our, he was our, our. He became our. That that was who we were hunting, and and okay, uh, it was. I don't know that like it ever really like the dots. Definitely did not cl- connect all the way through, but but
0: right. But, but you had some motivation going. We had some you motivation, had and there was a loose as, shell.
3: As, as, I mean, you know, just being able uh-huh. to say we were presenting Moby Dick gave us kind of a kind of an outline of of what would happen. Right. In the some show. literary
0: cred. Yeah. 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 Sure, it makes sure. It a little kinky. I like it. Okay, <laughs> and we did it. You know, we played. Now we're getting somewhere.
3: One of the shows was at at a Chaz Fest, so that was like sure. Maybe like the it was we. I think the first part was was actually our French Quarter Fest set, and then we followed okay. that with the Chaz Fest show, and and uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was. I think I know that the exciting conclusion of Mo, of Moby Dick by Rory Danger and the Danger Dangers was at uh, was at Siberia. Um, Oh, all right. Those shows are always kind of a blur and and very confusing.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody
3: being more confused than the band.
0: Right, right. Well, you mentioned Chaz Fest and I realized, oh, well, that's one thing that didn't get canceled this year. (laughs)
4: right wow, that got canceled last it had year it already
0: ended a few <laughs> years ago you know so yeah. had it still been going on that would have been like one more thing like oh god and we didn't have jazz fest so right. you know mercifully it uh it ended uh you know even even years back No, that used to be so great uh yeah I jazz would, fest. that was a great one
3: that was a great one back yeah, in the man. before times i miss-
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Back there at the truck farm. Yeah. Um. So brings us up to the the most recent release that your father and was involved in was this new Wright Brothers record. Yeah. And you're the you produced that. I did. Correct. I did. Uh, so to, we'll talk about that group a little bit rather than me do it. You. Well, you so
3: the, the Wright Brothers were a band. It's W R I T E. Uh. And it was it was a band that started five years ago, I think. It was started by Jim McCormick, uh, who is a professional songwriter, like a Nashville he splits his time between Nashville and New Orleans and he Algiers wanted,
0: boy grew Yeah, right around me. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And he's a great songwriter and, and he's had some yes. amazing success in Nashville as a as a Nashville, you know, modern country songwriter. Oh yeah. Um, but he oh, was, yeah. he wanted to, he wanted to do like sort of a New Orleans songwriters band. And so my dad was in on it and Alex McMurray was in on it and Paul Sanchez. So they, they did a record five years ago and, uh, they, they, you know, everybody's got their own solo careers. So like they don't, they don't play a whole lot, but, the, but the record was well received. I mean, those guys, they, all four of them, they, they write, they're, they're professional songwriters. So they're really good at their craft. And, uh, So when it came time, you know, they, they, they wanted to do another record and, uh, and they, they asked me to, to produce it, which was, which was awesome. And at the time, uh, when they started, when they wrote all the songs, um, they didn't like right before the, the, the record sort of started the next planning phase of like finding out, you know, figuring out studio time and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, my dad was just diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer and oh, wow. uh, and so that kind of put a timeline on it you know and we we right we did uh we did the first day of recording in may of 2019 last year and uh oh, wow. and we had uh we, that was the only day in the studio that my dad was able to be at uh, and so the, the, the record is his last, the last recordings that he made. Cause he, he passed away, uh, like two weeks after that. Um, oh,
0: wow, man.
3: And it's, it's the, the, the music that we got that, that one day was, was, it's, just, it's amazing. You know I mean? It's, it was, it was, it's, it's definitely, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly biased in, in saying this, but I, it's definitely some of the highlights of, of that, of the, of a, what I think is a pretty good record. I mean, you know, a record, any record is only as good as the songs that are on it. You know, if you start with a bunch of garbage songs or okay songs then then there's only so much you can do, but, but these guys are really good at writing songs. And so the, the material was really, really stellar. And then on top of that, you have this whole sort of the overarching, you know, the, the, it was, it was, it was definitely clear that my dad was, was very sick and advanced in his, in his, in his illness at that point, you know? And so we were, right. we were trying to get what we could and, uh, very last things that he recorded are on it. And, and it's, it's wow, as man. good as, and as powerful as anything I think he ever recorded. And I, you know, it's, it's, it's knowing it was him knowing that you know, where he was and just right. the sort of situation. He, he really, he really, uh, he really delivered some, some stellar performances. And then we were also able to get, uh, a couple of songs that he didn't record in the studio. Um, we were able to, to use the demos that they recorded around the kitchen table and sort of build a song around that, you know, Oh um, cool. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah, man.
0: Just the, the gravity of that situation, you know, it's, it's, it's it's heavy. heavy. Yeah, man.
3: And I mean, at this point, you know, like, I think, I think because I was the producer of that record and I had to like really listen on a whole different level. Like it, it definitely made it like, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that like my siblings have listened to my dad's music very much since since he passed away it's a little you know it's every, and everybody deals with with that differently but uh right but like i i i had this record that i had to finish you know and so i was i was listening to it and like i kind of had to just kind of dive right back into it um sure and look at it for what it was i mean he he really he really was as as Making making some of the best music of his life at the very very end, you know. And
0: uh, man, and and what what more can you can you hope to do? You know, to to be sure. creating something, you know, to be doing the thing you love and and doing it at a high level and sure. uh, you know understanding the import of all of it. That's what a blessing, man.
3: Yeah. Well, and you know, he. So that record
0: is. is go ahead.
3: Well, I was gonna. Well. I was going to get off off of that record for a second. He, he showed me, No, go ahead. Well, he, one of the first times, Renee, I was going to say this, I wanted to bring this up. The first time I remember seeing you play was, uh, in, uh, when my family moved back to new Orleans after we, after we stopped traveling and we spent some time out West and then we moved back here in, uh, 97. And one of the first big shows that my dad brought me to was a, uh, it was a, um, a benefit for, for, uh, Robert Palmer, the journalist at the oh, House okay. of Blues. And, uh, mm-hmm. and you were playing with, uh, with Tav Falco. Oh, okay. And, uh, and Alex Chilton was in the band as well, I think. i I yes. think. Yeah. Yeah. Does that, does that okay. make sense that that would be a thing? Well, I might...
0: don't, I don't remember that gig, but that's, it's possible. <laughs> And that was a, that was a night nice, that I, I, mean, I played like, in that band. I don't remember playing there, but it's very possible.
3: I saw like like fifteen bands that night, and and that was like yeah. one of the wildest sets of music. Like Tav Falco, Tav came okay. out. And it like it was it was wild, man. And then and then my dad said that you know well that's 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 the bass player from the Iguanas, who I knew because because we were really good friends with the Sub dudes. And okay, uh, sure, you know, there's that that there's there was that 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 connection as well um
0: yeah so i mean you know
3: having having uh i don't know it it was it was like i when when we first moved (laughs) back here my dad dad was my dad was bringing me around and and like showing me all these uh all his old 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 pals and all of his haunts you know
0: (laughs) right 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 nice man.
3: so to be able to like kind of see him off you know on with this record was 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 pretty special to like sort of be able to like treat it as as uh as sort of like my view of of what what he's taught me you know as far as like all yes. like the new orleans music scene and like just just growing up like watching him make records and to kind of be able to take charge of that and put my little spin on it but but very much. Keep the lessons that I learned from him in the forefront, you know.
0: Nice, nice. And so, so, y- so, y'all finished up the record and the 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 year following year, and now the the record's just been released. I saw a really nice uh, write up on it today in the yeah. today's Lanyap and the yeah yeah Times uh, Picayune.
3: It it was released. Congratulations! In, right after what would have been Jazz Fest. Uh, okay that was when we got the physical copies, but yeah, we've, we, I mean, it was, it was a, it was almost a full year, uh, from the, from record of recording from, from recording to, you know, overdubs and, and right. Tweaking and, you know,
0: Right. Well, everybody has had, uh, 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 filled schedule. So sure. it was, I'm sure, sure it was well, the kind of thing that you got to as, as you had time to get to it. Uh, it, it was, but also it was, everyone it was had... the
3: kind of thing, like, because, because it was the last recording that my dad had made, I wanted to make sure like part of my role as a producer was to make sure that, that it, it was done, you know, as, as, as properly as it could be. I didn't, I definitely didn't want to just rush it to sure. get out, you know?
0: get it out like i wanted to
3: make sure that it was you know there were there were a couple of songs that that we we mixed we we did you know a dozen remixes on because because they just
1: weren't quite there yeah what's your dad's name again spencer boren spencer boren okay and you're andre okay yeah Yeah. did he ever get to see you as a 610 stomper he did he did
3: (laughs) He, he laughed his ass off. And he liked time. it.
0: Yeah, he thought uh, it was hilarious.
3: Okay,
0: absolutely.
3: Oh. I mean, you know, the the stomper thing. I figure, like, like I'm not I'm not much of a dancer, but I'm I'm I can uh, I can memorize a routine. And I think that's from playing drums and piano. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can memorize stuff pretty well, and I'm not afraid to make an ass of myself in front of people. So that kind of
0: and, and you got the. And you got the powerful facial hair. You see, I can't, yeah, I not right, hack right. it in that group. Right. I don't have,
3: also, I, don't,
4: I can't, I'm, I can't really grow a mustache. I'm blessed so. <laughs> with a good mustache. So. <laughs> uh, you know,
0: so, uh, so everybody look for that record into the sky. Um, yeah. The right brother, uh, Jim McCormick, uh, you know, Jim McCormick, the right brothers. Yes, yes, yes. Jim, Jim McCormick, uh, Spencer Bourne, Alex McMurray, Paul Sanchez produced by Andre Bourne. Um, so, uh, you know, I'd ask you what dates you have coming up, but I know you don't have any, so,
2: uh, well, that's, that's you, not so entirely
3: true though. But, I, I have, I actually have, okay. I can, I have, I do, I mean, it's all on Facebook.
0: <laughs> right. Have, yes. Uh, yes. We'll talk about that. Yes. You have performances do, scheduled. Well, I do.
3: A, I do. A, a, since March, I've been doing, uh, I've been doing a, a, every, every weekday I do Facebook live at one o'clock new Orleans time. For uh, I, I play like one one piece of music, one classical piece. So it might be like two minutes long. It might be twelve minutes long. Uh, and it's just like a little. The, the goal is nice. just to kind of give people a break from whatever's on, whatever's going on. You know, a little piano break. Cool. Uh, I do that five days a week in the afternoon, and then every Wednesday, every Wednesday from six to seven uh, p.m., I do a, a full hour
1: concert. Uh, classical piano Oh, nice Uh, so let me ask you what's the deal with classical music I mean when I was a kid in junior high and taking music courses they'd say classical is the best music ever is that true
3: well you know I think that's I think uh, no I don't think there's any way
1: you can say that but it's it's something that I love well, that's what I always thought. Well, I mean, you, it's know, like, it's, it's, you know, all these people are telling me that classical music is the greatest music ever. I know people. That
3: well, think it, I can't I people know people that think that, that the Grateful ever. Dead are the greatest music ever. You know, so it's it's right. Whatever. Yeah, it's but I mean, I mean yeah. classical is classical is is you know it's it's kind of set at 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 at, a, at, a, at when it was written at the time. Because was, I
1: think people. Was, well, I think people think classical is kind of like Shakespeare. Sure, I mean, everyone thinks Shakespeare is so great. i think shakespeare sucks (laughs)
3: it's it's definitely (laughs) got a certain a certain air about it you know and i'm what i'm
0: trying to do there's no accounting for taste right
3: the proper classical world is so cutthroat and it's like it's like you're either the best or you're shit and i'm not the Mm, best right but i've but i've sunk a lot of hours into practicing this music and i can play it pretty well so i'm i play it you know and and before before we were on lockdown, I would I would play the I would have gigs in bar rooms playing classical piano music. Uh, yeah, so that's you know I'm trying to like sort of humanize the that the the classical thing a little bit because I because I make mistakes I grab fistfuls of wrong notes and you know okay. it is what it is it's just, Bringing it's just, the, just bring the bring classical
0: music back into the bar room I like that right. I like casual the classical I like
3: to... casual classical
0: <laughs> okay there you go it's good that's, uh... no,
3: that's... That's what I'm doing. So, like, some you know, sometimes trying
0: to booze it up.
3: Yeah, sometimes it's like, well, that's how that's how Beethoven sounds tonight.
0: You know? Sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Why? Why the fuck not, man? Yeah. Keep it loose. Well, cool. So, uh, well, along those lines, I'd say I'll uh, throw my hat in the ring and say, uh, yeah, the Iguanas actually booked a uh, a live stream coming up on August 19th. It's right. uh, a rent party to support the Circle Bar, trying to keep the Circle Bar along with all of our other institutions. Uh, Give it up, Renee.
1: Circle Bar's gone, man. Circle uh, you know, it's,
0: uh, as, as Chuck Prophet talked about, we have to be careful to m- try to maintain the ecosystem, that, that nightclub, uh, you know, band ecosystem of you know everybody from the doorman to the venues to the bands to the sound people and so anyway we'll be doing on uh on uh, it's over it's over <laughs> okay manny well it's over. We're gonna
1: give it up circle bars history <laughs> okay well I, mean, I, go hate to, I hate to, i hate to, yeah i hate to well, say it but it's over
0: well, we've we've yeah, said like that before. Jimmy,
1: like Jim, Don Rickles told Jimmy Conn after The Godfather, "Your career is over."
0: Well, <laughs> 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 oh, don't don't count the old Circle Bar out yet. We'll see. We'll see. Um, well, thank you so much, Andre, uh, the, for coming on. Pleasure. And, and uh,
1: yeah, thank you, man. And and, and get uh, get that baby asleep, man. I think, I think <laughs> he's asleep now. I think he's asleep now. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nice, all right. nice Okay, well uh, You get some sleep too, Manny um, uh, And in uh, the Troubled Nation What do we say? Uh, trouble never ends
1: But the struggle continues Good night, all Good night <laughs> all
2: right. Every highway tells a story Every highway sings a song Every highway's an adventure Never know what comes along Any highway takes you further, though sometimes the road is long Every highway tells a story, every highway sings a song You light out on the highway, but the low way brings you back And a train will be by sometime, if you walk along the track If I only had a pair of wings, I could fly away But there ain't no use to worry, we'll all have wings someday Home is where the heart is Everybody knows But something in the wind Is telling me it's time to go Can a highway be your sweetheart? Can a highway be your friend? There ain't no way to know Cause the highway never ends mountains I've driven across the plains I've driven in the sunshine I've driven through the rain though it might be raining I don't really care Sun is always shining Somewhere over there. Every highway tells a story. Every highway sings a song. Every highway's an adventure. You never know what comes along. Every highway takes you further, though sometimes the road is long. Every highway tells a story Every highway sings a song I like that.